Welcome back to the GQAL Podcast. Mike and I are back for another week. Uh, for those of you who, ha- who have not watched the uh, Kenobi, two, the, the first two episodes of, of the Kenobi series, skip this part. Uh, we'll, we'll put a timestamp for you guys. Skip over this part. Um, we, we will be going over Star Wars heavy topics this week. We'll add a timestamp for you guys to make sure that, that, that you don't get any spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, but if you have seen it, go ahead and just, uh, you know, keep listening. When you guys listen to, like, Nico and I, we will give you a fully authentic review. Uh, that's the difference between us and like these weirdos like straw hat goofy and jay stubes they annoy me so much they will claim race and like all these like talking points like no i loved ray when she i still love ray honestly i love fucking ahsoka like everybody hated ahsoka we grew with her and now we love her again because she matured and had an arc and a story like that's what we asked for the writing but when you have the character like reva freshly made character we've always had like third sister and shit but now she's a brand new character and technically the shows and movies are canon over the comic books and shit so like marvel's comic series run on vader was supposed to be canon and now they're we don't know spoiler she kills fucking the grand inquisitor but apparently the Grand Inquisitor has two stomachs, so technically he may still be alive. That's what a lot of people are saying. So uh, yeah. I see that theory. Yeah, so and we've seen Maul get chopped in half, fucking, but then it gets it pisses everybody off because Qui-Gon Jinn's supposed to be this powerful Jedi and he's he's just dead after one lightsaber stabbed to the stomach. Like it makes no sense. It just annoys me that like these people just claim like we hate these new characters simply because of race, the color of the skin, their gender. It's not that the character, the actress who plays this character, Reva is really bad. Like, and I've seen many other people come like that Cuban crusher, like other people agree. She's not a good actress. She's cringeworthy at times. Like I said, she pushes off the one of the other, uh, her brother inquisitors. And it's just yeah, like she's like, and she tries to be intimidating and shit and she's not. Her scene with Uncle Owen and she's like pulling his like shirt. Like, Horrible. come on, bro. Like, get out of here with that shit. That was so weird. I tried giving her a shot. Five minutes into her seeing what she was doing, I was out. I, I couldn't do it. She was cringe. She was awkward. And her acting is horrible. It has nothing to do with her gender or her race. But she's just not a very good actress at all. She's, she's doing too much, basically. She's doing too much trying to be intimidating, trying to fit in with her character. I mean, the shows are already filmed. It's not, it's not like they're, you know, they're in production. So it's not like they can look off this and go back into it and say, hey, we made this mistake, this mistake, and this mistake. Let's adjust it. The, the series is done. So what we're getting from Reva, this probably will not change at all. So what we have now is, is what we have. But her character is just horrible. And Mike told me too, he's he seen a rumor uh, that she was going to have the most screen time in, in the series as well. So I, I think they're doing too much with, you know, trying to add like these female roles and these female characters, which I have no problem with. I love female roles. I, I think, you know, you know, the female roles are very down. We had Leia, you know, who was a very predominant character in the original trilogy. But when you try to create, because obviously Leia is no longer in, in, you know, the Star Wars universe right now because of Carrie Fetcher's passing. When you try to introduce new female characters, I feel like they're forcing it too much on you by trying to do too much with, you know, doing things like this with Reva and her character with the third sister. I gave her five minutes. 
and that's all I needed. It was garbage. Her her last scene at, at the end when uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, uh, Anakin Skywalker is alive," it ruins canon because nobody in the Star Wars universe knows about Anakin's existence except for a very small amount of people. There are only a small select amount of people that actually know or have like the knowledge of like um Obi Wan obviously knows that you know Anakin well, is Darth Vader. Palpatine. Yeah, Tarkin knows. Yeah. Tarkin has has an idea about it but they, you know they, they they usually never reveal it because they don't want to get clipped by vader obviously but that just ruined the whole thing for me um people are there there was a one more theory about her that uh the reason that she knows about anik about anakin being darth vader uh is that she if you see at at the start of the show you'll see a jedi who tries to defend the defend younglings during during order 66 and you see a girl who looks just like reva who happens to escape and run away they're saying that that is her as a young child because it is confirmed in the series if you see it the grand inquisitor tells about her being a former jedi they think that she's seen anakin as a child kill the younglings and that's how she knows that he's vader but that makes no sense because how would she know about what happened on mustafar and that he is vader and you know everything went down after order 66 so it makes no sense point number two about the grand inquisitor they clipped in the what was it the first or second episode they clipped them second episode yeah that's what i mean about them trying too hard and being too much with this with this character they say that he has two stomachs obviously if this is going on with canon and at the timeline that you know the star wars universe is set in star wars rebels occurs right after this right so yeah. the grand inquisitor is in that series so if they clip him now it just ruins the entire rebels canon and the grand inquisitor would technically not be in that series because of what happened in kenobi so if if we're going on you know the whole this, just the one major canon that we're talking about he obviously has to live though he might come back further down in the series maybe at the ending and end up killing reva or, or something like that i, I don't know if, if she's going to be included because as mike said with the whole vader comic series if, if we're following canon, she's going to have to be included in further comics that come out, right? Yeah, it just, it screws up because Reb, Dave Filoni, who created Rebels, which is all supposed to be canon, and we just found out from Star Wars Celebration that we are getting in Ahsoka's uh, new show is technically just a season five of Rebels continuation because we see a picture of Ezra and the gang all painted on the wall when she went into that temple. And it's just like, getting back to it, it's just like, you force this like female empowerment movement when it's not needed because in comic books, like Star Wars, DC, Marvel, that's why people love these things because there was always diversity in it. They never needed to grow with the times because they were the ones who were already ahead of times. They had interracial couples they had gay people like it, it's, it's it's always been there from the beginning and this is why you can't have these like suits running these companies because they 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 just talk out their ass kathleen kennedy clearly does not understand the company she inherited like george has already had leia a strong female character in the fucking 80s and 90s already like there was no need for this like we've already had it like they're already there we have plenty like you don't have to shove it down our throats and then tell us that we're the problem we're toxic we're fucking this like 
It's it's just you're just slapping your fans in the face. We're the ones that pay for this shit. Like they keep doing all this like stuff for like a minority set of people that like are they even showing out money like that? Like we're the ones going to fandom shit. Like we're the ones paying for these comics. We're the ones like doing going to Disney doing all this shit. Like why don't you fucking love us? Like we love the product. Like Star Wars has always had a very diverse cast, a very diverse universe. But sticking on with the just women, the original trilogy, Leia is the main fi- uh, matriarch of the of the Star Wars universe. Then you go on to the prequels. You have Padme, who is that strong female role. Then in the sequel trilogy, you have Rey, who some people like, some people don't like. But n- nevertheless, you can't argue that she is the female predominant female role in those movies aside from leia who's you know a, a side character in those sequels so she's not really a main character in those anymore but for you to have those three women right there leia padme and ray to mon Mafa too she's a literally fucking top of her department too just say okay let's just try and throw in a strong female role into everything we do it has to be thought out thoroughly because if you don't get it right, you're standing on the shoulders of those three main women right there who we were just talking about in the series and to throw in somebody who, first of all, did not even, even exist in the Star Wars universe at all. She's a brand new character. I've, I've From the comics things that I've read, my guest told me, she's a brand new character. She's never existed in, in the Star Wars universe at all. There has been a third sister, but it was her, I don't think her name was ever Reva, was it? No, it was like an alien. We even see her in full Jedi Fallen Order with Cal Kestis. The main beef that I have with uh, the whole thing is uh, the times of, uh, of the two episodes. The first episode you get is 55 minutes. The second one is 41 minutes. If you take away the seven minute long credits, depending on you know how long each, each of the credits are, you get the, the first episode is about what? 44 minutes long. And the other one is what? Th- maybe just over 33 minutes long. Like, come on. You're gonna try and trick us with all oh, an hour-long episode for the first one, enjoy it, and then, and then we, we get to it, we're 44 minutes in, and the episode ends, and you're cut to black, and it's already credits, and then seven-minute-long credits. The next one is the same thing. So what is the point? Can we please start giving run times that do not include credits? Because I think it's rid- ridiculous to have people say, oh yeah, I enjoyed the hour-long episode that they gave us. It really wasn't. Once once I seen the the credit start, I went all the way to the to the to the ending to see if there was an end credit scene. There wasn't even an end credit scene. So what's the point of having that long of a credit if if there was no end credit scene for for either right episode one yeah, or no. two? One or two. So what like why are the credits always so long? Stop making the credits so long. And the worst part is too like, Kenobi was supposed to be a movie when we first got the announcement, so everybody was hyped about that. Two hours, maybe close to three. Then they were like. Oh no, we'll give you six episodes or like eight episodes. Then it became six. Then it was supposed to be like, I don't know, maybe like two, three hour chunks. Like, but the like you're not giving us these full like the of the six hours of footage we're supposed to get, we're only getting six episodes. We're not even get anywhere near fucking five hours after all these fucking like it's just it's a ripoff. We and you, we only could see Kenobi for this is a limited series. They even they made a, a rule change for the academy that if it's a limited series, it has to be you. Have, once you tag it on there, you can't go back. Like once they submit it, Kenobi will not be a thing after this. This is a one and done. 
we waited 10 years to see him again and you're just gonna give us a fucking 35 minute episode each week like come on and they act like you're they're giving us it's not a good bone. enough yeah you're giving me a bone because you're giving me two episodes like two hours yeah out of the six episodes i'm now down to four left like what are you talking right. about like just because i get to watch two at once doesn't mean it's like a free extra hour no my main fear is because it's a limited series and because it's only six episodes they're gonna try and condense it and like shove things together in each episode and rush things whether it makes sense or not the whole anakin and uh obi-wan timeline if we're following canon and if we're following the films the first meeting between obi-wan and vader and Anakin, it is during the new hope when vader and it, vader and obi-wan come face to face and he says you know we, we meet again at last or whatever the fuck that was that is that is supposed to be the first time they meet each other if we get an anakin and an obi-wan uh meeting in this series can it throw out the window because it, it just completely ruins the films and, and it ruins that moment and that is an iconic moment in the series when vader and anakin first meet again during the during a new hope so if we get one in this series it just completely ruins it so the, the rumor is that that is going to be like a dream sequence between obi-wan because we've we seen it in, in episode one where, where he has those flashback dreams i'm thinking that's that's what they may do is make it like a, a little dream sequence with obi-wan and him you know finally coming face to face with vader and you know having that you know reunion once again it all comes back to this kathleen kennedy has already thrown cannon and like vader's sacrifice out the window with bringing palpatine and shit back like anakin's sacrifice was all for nothing like and i said this before force awakens even like started i said just reboot the whole thing like i get it like those movies were iconic and everything like the first trilogy but, like we're in 20 at this at that point it was like 2015 or whatever give me a new fresh start set it maybe before anakin's timeline or whatever i don't care but i want star wars with this technology of today with better lightsaber battles and and on and honestly in star wars canon technology is better in the past than it is in their current situation Tech, like they've lost technology in that universe too it's wild go back and watch the new hope and if you watch the Obi obi-wan invader lightsaber duel it is the worst duel I've ever seen in my life. The Obi-Wan spin, the Vader just nudging him with the lightsaber. It is horrible. And people it say, <laughs> it was basically, yeah. And people are saying, oh yeah, that's because uh, Anakin was playing defensive because of what Obi-Wan did to him on Mustafar and Obi-Wan was a little rusty. That didn't even exist when, when the time that movie was made. Yeah. So how are we gonna make a connection between the two when that, movie wasn't even thought of or even created when the main movie was was made and and filmed and produced and put out so that makes no sense for you to go back you can now after they're all done you can go back and say yeah anakin was playing defensive because of what obi-wan did to him but at that current moment in time take canon and and, and all those series out, out the window when that movie was made anakin and revenge of the sith wasn't even thought of vader was you know his, his origins what you know wasn't even thought of so if they were to go back and you know redo those i think it would be a good idea there's always going to be pushback and you know true fans you know being like oh my god how can you reboot these but listen 
we've seen iconic characters like Spider-Man, Batman, like superheroes, you know, in, in the superhero genre be rebooted. So it, it has been done, but Star Wars fans are, are on a whole different level. And that's why I'm, I, I think that they're holding off on, you know, the whole reboot button and saying, you know, let's try and do as, as many timeline things as we can do spinoffs like Kenobi, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which we'll get to. And, you know, let's try and get push out more trilogies that happen afterwards and you know try to do these prequel things in the meantime while we try to get and come up with new ideas you know to expand this you know talent that they have going on right now it's unfortunate we just wasted those years that we had carrie fisher still with us and it sucks because like well they will technically they could cgi or like they've been doing with luke but they've been like pretty like outspoken about wanting to be respectful to the Carrie Fisher estate and family and stuff. So like, especially after the Tarkin backlash when that guy passed away and they still CGI'd him in New Hope or uh, Rogue One, they, they're just really be trying to be careful about how they do things and go after actors pass away. Now. I wish Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau, John, I wish they were both the heads of star wars like kathleen kennedy get the fuck out of here put those two because whatever they do they literally love star wars with all their heart when they do the have you ever watched the round table with bryce dallas howard and all of them the mandalorian yeah, yeah. directors I've seen that. bryce dallas howard too is a dog in star wars like she loves that she was shit. in spider-man too she was in spider-man yeah. she was, she was uh, Red Red yeah, yeah her dad and her dad did fucking solo too Ron had a crush on. I had a crush on her when that movie came out. I had a huge crush on Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, Beautiful big old knockers too. Big oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this guy every time. And she's doing uh one more uh for season four for for the Mandalorian. She's uh, doing one more episode for them. Pretty sure they gave her. They're giving her her own show too. Um, that might be a rumor that like I read, but I'm pretty sure she's got one coming. She's she definitely is one of the keeping with the Star Wars thing. We got uh, the Star Wars Celebration panel, or what, what was it? Uh, like, like, like a convention, right? Like, like a Comic-Con yeah. for Star Wars? It's Star Wars Celebration. They, they bring out all the uh, upcoming projects. They get their first peek at everything. No cameras, blah, blah, blah. But people sneak no in No cameras. There. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. That's a lie. Yeah. People are putting it on their phones and leaking. Tight to the chest. Like, oh, you know, can't see that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've seen the, that's like horrible grainy pictures but you can obviously see what's going on the, the main thing that came out was tales of the jedi it's a new animated series for those that don't know what it is the description that they gave is uh each episode tells a short story featuring jedi from the star wars prequel trilogy era the six episodes are split into two paths the first path follows ahsoka tano across various points in her life and the other path depicts a young count dooku before his fall to the dark side of the force it's not going to be like the Clone Wars. They are going to be shorter episodes. And I just found out that Dave Filoni said there's going to be minimal dialogue and it's going to be told through visuals instead. I am a little disappointed with this, to be honest. They keep trying to shorten and shorten whatever content they're giving us. Like, give me a full episode. You And they have the footage, too. I guarantee you. They have so much shit on the cutting room floor that they could easily scrap together a full, like, extra two hours on each thing. But they just refuse to give it to us. Disney Plus is where it's being distributed. Yeah. It's a streaming platform. You want people watching and viewing your platform. So why not give us 
all the footage that you have. If it's six plus hours, people will watch six plus hours. They will either binge it or do it in, you know, short time spans. So why are you just holding it back? It's, it's like, you know, if, if, if it was a full blown movie, which, which normally was said to be, I would understand, okay, you only have a certain amount of time before you say, okay, that this is way too long, but just give us the full episodes. And then you'll, you'll either have current subscribers who are subscribed to your streaming platform constantly on your platform viewing it and then you'll also get people who aren't subscribers to subscribe to your service to watch this stuff like i don't understand what the whole thing is with let's conserve and condense the time of, of these things tales of the jedi why is it being told in short time spans with you know minimal dialogue what is the honest point in that if you're gonna have the rumor is, or it may have been confirmed or not, I'm not sure, I, I, didn't, I wasn't at the panel, that Liam Neeson is going to reprise his role as Qui-Gon Jinn in the Dooku path. If you're going to have him back, give it to him altogether. Do not, you know, give him minimal things to work with. Show the characters the, the respect that they deserve, because it, it obviously means a lot to the actors as well who play these characters to, you know, do a proper job with these with with you know with the roles that they're given as, as mike was saying with carrie fisher and tarkin i'm not a fan of you know the whole cgi the dead people and you know replace them with actors you know and their voices i think that if if, if the person who has played them has passed on let it go because these characters and the people that played them take real pride in what they did with their roles and to just cgi them and give it to somebody else i, I think that's that's a little you know disrespectful i know when uh rogue one they did that one scene with carrie fisher and you know the cgi thing with that that's fine i i'm pretty sure that she would have been fine with that it was a very it was a what is it four second scene maybe you know and her daughter played was the stunt double too so exactly so you know things like that are okay but if you're gonna do other things I'm not okay with that. And, you know, to have a Tales of the Jedi, a nice animated series, which once again, Star Wars fans love, Clone Wars, Rebels, all those things, to give us another one and give us back characters that we love, Dooku, Ahsoka Tano, Qui-Gon Jinn, those were main people in the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, except for Qui-Gon. We want to see those characters back. This could have been an opportunity for them to redeem themselves for what they did with the Clone Wars and how they botched that up. They, they could have redeemed themselves this time and they chose to not do it and you know, give us like what? Probably like 15 minute long episodes, I guarantee you. Not counting the credits. So 25 minute episodes with 10 minute credits. There you go, 15 minutes. That's it. Physical media was like must-haves. I remember buying DVDs constantly, renting DVDs, whatever you had to do. And they would put bonus features in there that were worth paying for. Like you could see, like it was basically like two at like they would give you like two to three hours worth of like extra scenes, deleted scenes, behind the scenes, character interviews. Like they they went full out. You could see visual effects how it like ha like came to like the prog progression, like all that shit and. You could easily just do that on your platform. You have Disney Plus. You literally can just show everybody think that right then and there. But they're just refusing to do it. And remember when we were joking about all these, they're just taking their name and putting a plus on the end? NFL's doing the same thing. NFL Plus now. It's coming out. Five dollars. It's NFL Plus? Yes. So you just announced it this me. week. Yes. Get the hell out of here. That's what it's called, NFL Plus? NFL Plus. And you can watch out of market games. 
You're kidding me. So, nope. so there, there's there's gonna be no more uh, league uh, league pass uh, NFL sun, Sunday ticket. They'll probably have both. Honestly, that is bullshit. Wow, well, I didn't know that. Combining them, but as of right now, NFL Plus is in development and it's gonna be here by the fall. You gotta be kidding me, really, Roger Goodell? You, you couldn't just keep Sunday ticket and just move on. You gotta do NFL Plus, and, and, and you couldn't even find a better name to do than this fucking throw a plus on there, really? Oh they my all god! CNN Plus, Disney Plus, Mike Doc Plus, uh, Dequal Plus, which we would <laughs> never do because we're not fucking douchebags. So the, the character that plays Leia, great casting. She's literally their embodiment of Carrie Fisher, like acting wise. But she wore a uh, a little green coat little homage to when leia wore it in the right. uh, return of the jedi chasing in the woods scene i would have they literally i could have just extended my arm and just fucking grabbed her like that you, you could see them like slowing down and like trying to like you know back off of her as they were trying to chase her so the, the way it was shot if, if, if they shot it from just facing the, the leia's point of view and you know just showing them behind her it would have been a lot better than you know exposing how they were just shitty at running because that, that scene was horrible I, I love Leia's entire, you know, you know, arc in, in this uh, in this series, but that scene was just horrendous. I, I was like, what, what are they doing here? Like, this is an entire waste of a scene. A 10-year-old girl in this show outran two aliens in the woods, Obi-Wan Kenobi, a fucking uh, Jedi, and she ran, outran an Inquisitor. And that's another thing people were laughing about, the Reva character, when she goes jumping off the rooftop and doing parkour and shit, they were like, bro. All you had to do was hop down. Like, what yeah. the fuck was all that? Like, She's doing too much. Like, they're doing too much with that too character. Much. That's what, like, people were like, trying to say it's this and that. No, like, she's way, she's just trying to do way too much, overcomplicating her job. And it's just right. so fucking funny to, like, watch it. Doing backwards flips in the air and stuff like that. Like, you're, you're doing too much. Girl that gave everyone this place in real life is Ewan McGregor's daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a little Easter egg. We They also technically broke canon again, too, because Leia in New Hope didn't know who Obi-Wan Kenobi was. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that in A New People Hope. People are trying to say that uh, maybe she doesn't know Obi-Wan Kenobi, but she knows Ben Kenobi. That's why she like named her kid Ben because of her appreciation of Ben right. saving her. But she knows Ben's a Jedi, so... She, and Leia's supposed to be smart, so you, she couldn't put two and two together that they're the yeah. same person. I was curious about that. I'm like, did Leia and Obi-Wan know each other prior to A New Hope? Or was that, I, I wasn't sure about that whole that dynamic going on because she asked, kind of because she's her only hope. Did she know about him prior to, you know, to the, to the, to the movie altogether? But once again, this series was not thought of when that movie was made. And so I'm not sure what George Lucas's backstory was on that because I doubt they would ask him about his opinion about you know what's going on about this because Kathleen doesn't give a fuck. So she does. But but I do know that uh, John Favreau brought in George Lucas for Mandalorian as well. You know to give him a little look at Grogu and things like that. But I doubt he gave a, I thought he gave a fuck about that because I really didn't pertain to what he did with the Star Wars. You know that movies. Was just John like loving what George created and having a respect for him because George gave Kathleen a full on script for the next like three to five movies that he had planned for after the fucking just revenge of the sith when he came out with it gave it to disney wanted to be part of it and they he even is on the record saying like 
I was pretty enthusiastic about the script. I gave it to him hoping that like they would like ask me to come out, look at it, give my like feedback on like how I would do the like certain characters, like what I think my head canon is and shit. But they'd never even reached out. And that's why he wouldn't even show up to premieres for uh, Force. I think he went to Force Awakens, but after that, he never went back until John Favreau invited him to the Mandalorian set. I know a couple, couple weeks ago, I shot on him for, you know, saying that, he, that he's no longer involved with, with the series. And every time he's always asked about Star Wars, he looks really sad about it because he knows that those scripts that he made will, will never see the light of day. Because he no longer owns those rights to Star Wars. So it's not like he can make a... I was going to say, he should take all those scripts, put it into a form of a book, and sell it out. And say, these are my ideas. But he can't do that because he, he no longer owns the rights to the Star Wars universe or the characters or any of the ideas. Because he sold it all to Disney. So I think that was George Lucas' biggest mistake was selling it all to Disney and losing that creative control over it and the rights to it because now he can no longer share his his ideas for you know with the public for a profit because he no longer owns the rights to the, to the Star Wars universe. I never even understood why he sold it either. Like you own Lucasfilm, ILM, like all these like nobody ever heard of like green screen and shit to the point he like invented it and like made it this like big what it is today like he innovized mm-hmm. like fucking all this shit in film so much to the all point right. that like he made a killing off all that shit ilm is a successful film company in itself and he has all these like art like the art company and shit like the video games when he came out with all that shit all these toy little, figure company yeah like the toys and all that shit like he, th- this one big tree has all these branches and he's getting a cut from all of it. And literally he had no need to sell this shit. He's doing well. Like, why would you sell your baby? And now you're fucking upset because they took your baby and made her a whore and just are <laughs> pimping her out. That's all they're doing. They are. They basically are. Yeah. Yeah. They're just pimping her out and just not giving a fuck. They just want a big old check, and that's what the mouse does. I do think if you, if you were to ask him down the line, it, you know, what, what was your biggest regret or biggest mistake that you made in your career, it probably would be selling Star Wars. But I think he may have just gotten tired of it and just said, you know what, I'm, I'm over this. And it, he probably he probably was wrong about it. He probably, you know, was did it at the spur of the moment, you know, just said, okay, I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it up. And that's what, that's what he ended up doing. I got into a, a debate yesterday, and uh, it was Justice League versus the Avengers. Who would win? Mike is a DC stan, as am I. Um, and I went fully w- with the JLA beating the Avengers. Full strength, going full, you know, full force. Avengers or, or the Justice League? 100% fact, the Justice League wipes the fucking floor with the Avengers. The Justice League is our gods among men. Between Superman and Flash and Wonder Woman alone, just Flash alone could solo everybody. Like, people forget how fucking crazy Flash is. He can't be touched. Like, literally, he has the speed force, the power to speed force. He could technically beat the shit out of Superman if he unleashed the full speed force. These Marvel movies just got people, like, all fucked up. They just don't understand facts anymore. They just, like, are speaking from what they love, and it's just not true. Like, Justice League kills them. If you do a one-by-one with the lineup of each team, the leaders... Superman, well, Batman is technically the leader, but Superman is, you know, the, the face of, of the JLA, which, which is what Batman has, it, you know, as because Superman is the most powerful uh, of them all, arguably. 
So if, if you go at it, the two leaders, Captain America and Superman. Is that, is that even a fucking, is that even a battle? Like, come on. Superman is beating the shit out of Captain America. First of all, Superman cleans his body and rejuvenates himself by flying into the sun. If Captain America would do that, he would die, okay? Superman is not from Earth. Captain America is a scrawny fuck who got injected with some steroids and now he's, you know, a, a tough guy. I love Captain America, but uh, if, I, if he were to go up against Clark Kent, he would get fucking destroyed. The brains of the teams, Batman and Iron Man. If Batman could beat Superman's ass, Iron Man's not, not even a fucking problem with him, okay? Batman would, like, fucking uh, hack Iron Man's suit um, and, like, fucking inject, like, like, poisonous gas in his suit or some shit like that and fucking clip that guy easily. I, I would say Martian Manhunter and Hulk would probably match up the best, right? Martian Manhunter is, like, pretty much an equivalent to Superman, people say, like, powers-wise. His only flaw is fire. Maybe the Hulk gives him a run for his money. I doubt that even occurs. Martian Manhunter beats his ass. Thor against Green Lantern. I mean, maybe Thor kicks his ass, but, you know, with, with the powers that Green Lantern has. Green Lantern's underrated with, with, with the powers of his ring. I would, I would say Wonder Woman probably beats the shit out of Thor herself. It's God versus right. God. And like and mm -hmm. Wonder Woman said, only a god can kill a god. And she right. will freaking merc Thor. Black Widow going up against Wonder Woman? Not even a fucking, not even a contest. <laughs> Just stop. The lineup that I'm doing is, is the original members of the, of the team. So for the Avengers, it's Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk. Uh, Black Widow, Thor, and Hawkeye, and for the JLA, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, The Flash, Martian Manhunter, and uh, that's it. So, you know, for those two, you know, you could send Flash out there, Hawkeye against Aquaman, well, the, you know, the two most use, useless characters of the, uh, of, of the teams. JLA kicks the Avengers' ass, and it's not even close. The Trinity of DC just owns even just the whole fucking Marvel five power five whatever they call themselves like the trinity alone is just unstoppable go put the the avengers against the jla's enemies or villains and go put the the jla against thanos jla kicks Thanos ass and like what if i, I give him 10 minutes and then and they all go have mcdonald's in space marvel's a ripoff of dc like even their villains down to their villains Darkseid was before fucking Thanos. Stop saying Thanos would beat the shit out of Darkseid. Thanos isn't even a real villain in the DC universe. That guy fucking wanted to wipe out half the population because he wanted people to thrive better. Like, is that a real villain to you? Darkseid fucking wants to see the world burn and make you a slave. And He's a real menacing villain. Like, get the fuck out of here. DC knows how to do things better. Fuck out of here. They just don't know how to make a good movie. Exactly. Just because DC is not very good at, at distributing films and com and you know TV shows does not mean they're not good at you know creating characters and arcs and staying within their own universe. Uh, that, that brings us to our to our sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way on your phone. Download the app, you sign in, it automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, it doesn't matter. They have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you. Green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from one through 10 to give you the best deal possible. SeatGeek also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app, promo code GQUAD for $20 off your first purchase. So thank you for seeking for sponsoring us. Uh, NBA Finals, officially Boston versus Golden State. We are going to make our picks right now for it. Golden State is favorite at minus 160. I'm going first. 
Uh, I got Boston in seven. I want the Celtics to win. I hate the Warriors. I just, the way Jordan Poole and Clay and fucking Steph are shooting right now, like, it all just depends on if the Celtics are healthy enough to play. Marcus Smart can fucking defend. I think Celtics win seven, too. Like, it, this is a seven-game series. No way. They, no way about right. it. Six if something goes drastically wrong. I, I think Boston has has a lot of defenders that, that they can throw out towards Golden State to you know try to stop them. They got Marcus Smart. They got Jason Tatum. They got Jalen Brown. They got Robert Williams. Al Hofer's a nice defender as well. You got all those guys that, that they're able to throw out at Golden State and switch too. And not one always has to be on Curry. And not one always has to be on Clay. But you got three guys to watch. You got Curry, Clay, and Jordan Poole. Draymond, you throw. Williams Adam and you know you, you can sag off Draymond and if he hits a three he hits a three that's fine you'd live with it but you have the ability to key on those three guys and Boston has plenty of guys that they that they can throw at all those guys at once to you know try and you know disrupt their shots and disrupt their play at all so I think that Golden State may I don't care if they're favorite or not I think Boston wins in seven this is what annoys the fuck out of me like with the Sixers too like that should have been the Sixers I wish they just I hate when teams like when the Warriors had the Steph and Clay injuries, they were able to tank and get another lottery pick and like just absolutely load up on death. Let these young rookies sit in the wings and like wise men and shit, like just develop on their own time. Jordan Poole is now a fucking certified shooter like Steph and Clay now. Like the Sixers, the year that like they weren't going to do shit when Ben Simmons got hurt. They should have just tanked that season, shut down and be, let him get surgery so we could come back the following year with a nice lottery pick and a fully healthy Simmons and Embiid, and you would have been fucking probably in the championship by now. But you try to fucking, oh, maybe we'll be good enough if things go right. No, you, you don't have a shot without Ben, like, and you don't have a shot now, even with fucking washed up hard and shit, like, it just drives me nuts. You either got to tank or you got to have a fucking great GM like the Warriors. There's a rumor going around that the NBA is expected to announce two expansion teams in Seattle and Las Vegas after their media rights deal runs out in 2024. Seattle was always getting the team back just was a matter of time. Vegas, same exact thing. Once the fucking Golden Knights were made, like in that five-star facility was created like there's just no way they weren't getting a team especially when the vaders raiders that they they should be called the vaders fucking Vegas and raiders combined the nba dude they just keep winning like even though the games are pretty bad this year like this playoff run but like, playoffs sucked <laughs> awful but they just like keep on like no matter what how many markets they're in they just like people watch it what cities do you think need an NBA team right now? I'm going. So I'll go first. I'm going with Vancouver. I, I think, or one more team in Canada, the, the NBA needs because there's only one in, in Toronto. I think having that Canadian rivalry between those two teams, I, I think it would be uh, fun for the NBA and, and would also expand uh, the NBA worldwide and, and helping them, you know, go across Canada as well, which is their second biggest market in the league, out of America. I never understood why Pittsburgh didn't have a team like. All other sports, Pennsylvania has two teams. Like, we're a big mm -hmm. enough state, like, with a huge market. Like, why not? Why wouldn't you have a Pittsburgh basketball team? Oh, my God. Philly versus Pittsburgh games? Oh, my gosh. 
that what teams should the NBA get rid of. I'm going number one automatically Utah Jazz. Get them out of here. <laughs> what I hate them. They're useless you state, don't want to see useless Mitt Romney people. And his family corset anymore? <laughs> no, I don't want to see Mitt Romney. I don't want to see the Utah Jazz. They have ugly jerseys. Their court's disgusting, and and they're they're, they're going to trade away all their players and tank. Who wants to see that? And that state's disgusting anyway. Get rid of them. Move move them somewhere else. I think the Charlotte organization needs to go. They're just a fucking Ooh. failure. No matter That's who, what they're calling themselves, they just suck. And, and they don't sell until LaMelo got there. Their seats mm-hmm. used to be fucking embarrassingly empty. Like, Charlotte Bobcats era was so bad. Greatest chips of all time. Tearless, and, and we're going to rank them right now. So let me pull this up really quick. Uh, hopefully Dave did it correctly, um, but he probably did not. We don't have that many chips, I, I, uh, but this should be good enough. Uh, for us to rank and tier and obviously s being the top d being the least uh first one i believe this is hot uh hot funyuns i hate funyuns no matter what they wow i love funyuns i don't like they I remind love- me of uh onion rings too like it just obviously keep me out that's the whole premise of the fucking chip yeah I, but the I, flaming hot where are you ranking it? I don't, I don't eat them, so I put them at the bottom. Not good. Oh, jeez. Okay, so if you don't eat them, then that you're, uh, we'll, we'll recuse you. This has to be at least an S tier. <laughs> it has to be a top tier one. I, I can't. Funyuns, regular. I'm with Mike on, on the regular Funyuns. I'm not a fan of those. Uh, they're a little bit too oniony for me. The flaming Hot ones taste just like the Hot Cheetos, but with a little bit of onion on it. The regular Funyuns, those are too strong for me. I can't, I can't eat those. So I'm going to have to give it... I won't give it a D, but I'll, I'll put it in, in the C category. The, the, the D just means absolute shit. You can't eat it. If I, if I had to eat the regular Funyuns, I, I, I'd be able to eat them. I don't prefer them, though. Uh, Flamin' Hot Puffs. Put it S. Oh. I put it at S as well. Ah, <sighs> David. I knew, I knew you were going to fuck this up. A duplicate. I thought, were, I thought they were just like a like a different like style or something. I can't really like wow, see the small wow, print. Wow, wow, I knew you would fuck this up. I knew it. Skipping over that. Doritos Cool Ranch. I'm not S. a fan of these. You really? You like these? Oh, I hate Cool Ranch. <laughs> but I don't, I don't eat them, so we'll put it in the S tier because Mike eats them. So I don't, I don't want that anywhere near me or near my tongue. They make me uncomfortable. Actually, they have like that like corn syrup thing that's like been going around. That's sp- supposedly in the baby formula that's like killing uh-huh. people. Oh shit! Oh yeah, ba- ba- baby formulas is like they're they're low on it or something like that. Yeah, shortage. Yeah, shortage. Who cares about that though? Like, if if you don't want if you don't want to you know go out and search for ba- for baby formula, don't have kids. Stop having kids, and you won't have to worry about fucking the dumbass baby formula. Stop with this. There's a shortage of baby formula. If you start having kids, you don't got to worry about that. So fucking shut the hell up about it and get over it. Use your mama's given titty, too. Like. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Michael. Uh, yes, <laughs> not, not everyone has that has that ability, but yes, that, that is a sort of, uh, an alternative that people can go to uh, to do that. Uh, Pringles. Mm. Yes. Really? They're legendary, bro. When they first came out. I would say out- A change the game they're not my go-to but I'll, I'll give it an s okay why not uh lays sour cream and onion they're classics too classic i'd say gonna... s or a uh I, i'd go a. A, a a is good enough a is good enough s is like you know I, I would put it a simply because after you eat them you can't get anywhere near a girl 
exactly yeah they, they they do have that have that factor uh lace barbecue s that's not even a question yes, yeah. that's not even a question those are prime chips barbecues you know have, having a family barbecue those chips have to be there in order for you had in order for you to have a good time um pool parties you add, after the pool eating those barbecue chips and it's just a great time as well uh what's next lays classics so you gotta put them with the s too like they're I the, with the, s as the well. beginning of all chips pretty much uh oof doritos regular cheddar yeah, cheese a. give me a i give it an, i give it a as well I'm not, they're not my go-to, but if I need to eat them, I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll eat them as well. Uh, regular hot Cheetos, that's gotta be S. That's, yep. uh, that's a, that's a classic one. That's, uh, you know, vintage. We'll, we'll give it an S tier for that. What the fuck even uh, is that? You know, uh, these are hot Cheeto fries. You know what those are? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have, I, I don't like that brand though. What, what fucking brand do you like? There's only one. Oh, that's just the old pick. I was like, what the fuck is that? Old packaging. I, we, Dave on that fucking photo, you put it on there. It was transparent. <laughs> it, was a tra- it was a PNG image. I couldn't find it. Yeah, S is I, good. That's got. That's got to be S. That's got to. That, that's a. That, that's a another classic one. Those right are there. classics in high school. Like I'd eat them. For exactly. Um, Fritos, flaming hot. Ugh. These are like the, the chips that, that that are like at the bottom of the uh, you know boxes that you have of those you know. All, all the chips combined, you know, ha- you have all the flavors in one, and then you I'm finally get big. to these, like, after after you're done eating them all, and then you're like, oh, fuck, okay, the only thing that doesn't have is the Fritos hot ones, and then you're like, okay, fucking fine, I'll eat them. Yeah. I'll give it B or C, maybe? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll give it we'll, we'll give it a B. We'll give it a uh, C, C, you know. My- give it a C. Okay, fair enough. Next, uh, Fritos Original. Oh, God. S. S, really? Classic. I can't, I don't, I don't like those, but fuck it. In honor of I, my I, father, I got to put an S. Well, your dad will, will put it in the S <laughs> tier, but I, I, I want to be on record that I do not agree with that. I do not eat those. If you, uh, cheddar, sour cream, uh, sour cream and cheddar, major W right there. That's a classic one. That's a S tier. Oh, okay. You said B? I said B. Wow. That's a shocker. No, those are, that, those got to be an S. Those, those are a classic one. I... Used to eat those all the time as a kid. I still do eat them up until they, they started sponsoring LeBron James. LeBron James is now the official spokesperson for Ruffles, so I will be boycotting them until LeBron is kicked off the Ruffles uh, packaging and because his face is on the bags of, of the Ruffles and I cannot stand looking at that face and I cannot stand that man. So I will no longer be eating Ruffles until LeBron James is kicked off that packaging. Thank you very much. Uh, what's next? Ruffles original. A or B. I'm, I'll give it a B. I'm never, they really, they're really salty, and uh, they're not my go-to. I don't, I don't like uh, eating that garbage. Um, flaming hot uh, lime. Lime. You never, you never seen the lime ones? I probably seen them. I just would never. Flaming hot Cheetos lime. I give it a I'll B. Ah, uh, yeah, I give it a B as well. Not my favorite, but I will eat them, and uh, they, they are some of my go-to ones. I wouldn't put it in the A category, but if if you did, I I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't urge you for it. Um, Cheetos regular, S. I'd say D. I can't eat those fuck. I can't eat that shit. That's <laughs> way too cheesy for me. I'm being honest. It brings us to our second sponsor of the week, BetUS. Now, BetUS is the best legal online sports book. They allow you to bet on it all: NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, golf. 
MMA, horse racing, and NASCAR, both men and women's college basketball, college football, and even the Canadian Football League. They have their own sports book. They have their own race book. And even if you don't want to bet on sports and you just want to gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now, they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process, 24-7 personalized services, live wagering on all major games, and to top it off, if you use promo code THEGQUAD, you can get 125% off on a sign-up bonus when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at BetUS. So anyway, thanks a lot today for that, for ruining our show as always and being incompetent as well. Uh, hopefully he gets our interns correct uh, and we, you know, we, we get some for, our, for the summer internship. Uh, which is still going out. So if, if you guys want to intern for us, our post is up on IG about you know where to go and what, what to do and how to contact us to be an intern. Uh, we have a couple people lined up already uh, to be interns. So if, if you want to get uh, get into the get into the show, uh, just let us know. Uh, email I believe it's the gquad at gmail.com. I'm not sure, but just go go go, go to our IG and it'll be there already uh, for you guys to see. Pro Bowl. The NFL is is considering getting rid of the Pro Bowl and uh, showcasing the players on its Sunday preview show. People have said that they want uh, to revamp it altogether. I, I want to see Mike's idea of what he would do for the Pro Bowl and how, how he would revamp it to make it better. Because Mike w was talking shit about the NBA and their all-star game, how, how they don't have any viewers. How would, if, you were, if you were Roger Goodell, if you were the commissioner, how would you get people to, look, to watch the Pro Bowl? One, I think you got to scrap the whole uh, Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl to begin with. Like... Agreed. How are you going to have an all-star game without all the all-stars there? Either right. wait for the season to end and, like, let guys rest a little bit and then have an actual game, like a legit all-star game, full tackle, none of this fucking, like, just give up. Two-hand touch? Yeah, two-hand touch, give up, don't care, just want to want the fucking extra bonus check. But, like, right. I also like the idea of having a, like, the college – football champion versus like a like lower tier the worst nfl team i i wish they did that i think they Oof. did do it once some an old head told me they did like the pittsburgh steelers faced off against the national champion or the college all-stars they did oh that and god. they lost i'm pretty sure oh my god that's fucking embarrassing yep. my idea is do it like the NBA All-Star game is done. A mid-season, give everybody a couple weeks off for the bye weeks, and, you know, just do a schoolyard football. No rules. Players are the referees. You make your own calls. You do things like that. No score at all. Everyone goes up to a set score. They, they just play it all together. None of this um, two-hand touch flag football type garbage. That Nobody wants to see that shit. We want to see schoolyard football. No rules. No offsides, penalties, and shit like that. Players call it on the field, and you're going to play like that. And I think that would be a lot more fun than watching, uh, you know, something that's a, a week before, before the Super Bowl happens, and nobody really cares about it. Or the, the one that I seen was the two worst teams in the NFL play a game to see who gets the top pick. I like that, too. Travis Kelsey. This guy apparently has a uh, breakup with his, I'm not sure if it was his wife or girlfriend. I'm not sure who it is. Uh, but apparently they, they were together at, uh, for five years, and they broke up. Because he made her pay half of the bills and because she could not cook. 
an article came out and uh, it stated that they dated for five years and the rumor uh, was in those five years she only received a total of $100 from him in five fucking years. She claimed that she was forced to buy her own clothes and pay half of the bills. Uh, she said she was also forced to prove that she wasn't with him for the money and uh, she did that by paying for half of every dinner, trip, and bill that they got. Travis Kelsey, major W for you, buddy. Not being a simp. Props to you, my friend. I don't think people realize how like unfair it is that if you have wealth and you simply just break up with and get a divorce and shit, that your significant other is taking half. Half. Like, right. you know how many examples there are of, like, people that had money marry somebody who had nothing simply because they were attracted to, and now that person is a fucking multi-millionaire and shit? Like, fuck out of here. My dad's been married three different times, three different women. Dude lost half each time. Are you kidding Jesus. me? Like, yeah. Insane. Like, absolutely insane. Why do you think dudes today refuse to get married? Because you can't trust these hoes anymore. They just Jesus. want your pockets. Mike's dad with, with a three P for divorces. <laughs> <laughs> oh he actually only got divorced twice. The third one's still there, but he still oh, got okay. time to get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's dad over here with the Michael Jordan now holding up the three symbol with his divorces. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Time out. We were supposed to talk about the other divorce story. The baseball oh, the player. Divorce. The baseball player. Oh, the Ben Zobrist. The yeah. Stole his girl. Yeah, yeah. So this guy was married to Ben Zobrist. I don't know his Ben Zobrist, former World Series camp with the Cubs. Yes, yeah. former so big he, player on the Rays. You know what state it was? They live in Arizona, right? They were living I in Arizona. So. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. So he and his wife are having marital issues. So they go to their pastor for uh, marital advice. And he, the pastor's telling Ben, like, give her some space, give her the house, like, all this shit. And during this time, like, the advice he's giving him, like, telling him to do one thing while he moves in and bangs his wife while he's moved out, trying to help his marriage and give her space and shit. And then he caught them red-handed, and he fucking, like, saved all the receipts, kept all the proof, and just said, fuck this shit, I'm bringing you to court. It says, according to court documents that were obtained by the, by the Chicago Tribune, Juliana, which, which is his wife, Juliana Zobrist, um, says her estranged husband was guilty of failing to preserve marital assets when he took a leave of absence and forfeited nearly $8 million of his MLB contract, which is what, what happened. She's seeking an even split of the couple's marital assets plus an additional $4 million, uh, which is the most amount she said she could have been entitled to if Ben didn't take time off from playing. Ben Zobris argues that that is ridiculous um, and said that Juliana's marriage fell apart after Juliana had an affair with his former marriage counselor and pastor, Byron Yawn. Uh, he said Ben is suing Yawn for $6 million in a separate case for intentional infliction of emotional distress and defrauding the Zobris' charity. Um, apparently, his wife admitted to uh, admitted in, in her deposition that she confessed to her love to Pastor Yawn in late 2018. She threw a retirement party for Yon that year at the Zobrist farm and paid nearly 30 grand for it. Ben claims that his wife paid for the event by intentionally using an account that Ben typically did not keep track of. 
Ben says his wife admitted to an emotional affair with Yon in the spring of 2019. Ben was informed of the affair by Yon's ex-wife and decided in May that he simply could not play baseball while his marriage and family were falling apart. They initially tried to work through their issues with counseling in 2019, but Ben said that his wife kept in contact with Yon even after promising not to. Ben says his wife coaxed him into returning to the Cubs late in 2019 because she wanted half the money he earned by playing. It appears his wife's motives in concealing the affair with her pastor while participating in marriage counseling were a coax to, to get her husband back into playing baseball so he could further enrich the marital estate in terms of their divorce. His wife eventually admitted to having a physical affair with Yon in June of 2020 and reports say that the two are still together. Jesus she Christ. Threw, she like threw a uh, $300,000 retirement party for this guy, paid for it, like you said, from that account. And reports are that at this party, have you have you seen Deep Waters yet with Anna Day Armas? I did not see that. And Ben Affleck is really fucking good. But, but I do love that, her though. Oh my God. Yeah, sexy as hell. But in that movie, she's married to Ben Affleck, but she's having affairs with all these guys and like brings them to these parties among their friends and just flirts openly with the guy in front of Ben. And people just mm -hmm. like think he takes it in this shit. But that's exactly what this girl did it too. She threw this retirement party and was said to be grinding and dancing all over him, giving him lap dances and shit too. Like Dude, you're a fucking, it, you're a pastor, buddy. What is yes, this? Yes, they said she literally put a chair in the middle of the dance floor and danced all over him. And he, Ben, like in that moment, Ben was like, "What the fuck am I even doing here?" And that like led to the divorce. So basically, to put it into, into simple terms, Ben and his wife were, were having marriage troubles or some shit like that. They went to a marriage counselor who was also a pastor who at then their church at their church at their church, who basically then banged his Ben's wife and then stole all, all of his money. And now he's pissed off about it. And now his wife wanted all the all of his money because he wasn't playing baseball anymore. And to get him to get the money that she wanted, she made him go back playing baseball to get half of his salary in, in the eventual divorce. But it backfired against her when he found out that he started banging his own pastor. I think that should do it for this week's show. Uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in uh, this week and helping us out as well. Showing us the support on our TikTok and our Instagram. They're growing uh, at a fast pace. So we appreciate all the support on those platforms. Uh, if you're watching via YouTube, go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment. If you're listening via podcast format, uh, leave a five-star review and also leave a written review as well, which will definitely help us out. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys for joining us in week in and week out. And as always, we'll see you next week. Have a blessed week.